Hello, whatever it is for you. Listen, this is Danny Smith. I am your Bible teacher for DK Ministries. And today, oh, we're just talking about life lessons, things we learn. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I want to preface this with a, with a scripture you can look up and find. Uh, it's required of stewards that they be faithful. And uh, that's something Paul wrote is the truth of the God's word, that we are to be faithful people. And I was reminded of this yesterday in a lesson that I learned having to do with ducks and geese. And yes, ducks and geese. And yes, it was personal. And yes, I put my foot in my mouth. Have you ever done that? Have you ever said something and just really realized, well, that was a dumb thing to say? Well, I had uh, not the first time, not the second time. <laughs> God, I hope it's the last time. But I did put my foot in my mouth yesterday. And in the process, my friend uh, just taught me a few things, reminded me a few things. He wasn't being smart, elegant, arrogant. He was. He was just helping me understand some things about ducks and geese. Well, I'll tell you the story in just a moment. Listen, this is a DK Ministries podcast, Proclaiming the Word podcast. And, and sometimes what we do is we take the truth of God's word and we apply it uh, to life lessons. And uh, sometimes we take it and uh, the questions we try to answer. And, and, and sometimes we just break open uh, a passage of scripture and study it. We do a variety of things. And today... Uh, we're doing life lessons. We do these once in a while, not as often as Thursday's discussion, uh, which we did one of those yesterday. Thank you for those who've listened to those uh, who have uh, responded to that. We appreciate so much those who listen to the podcast. Now, as was the case yesterday, Thursday's discussion has been available on my Facebook page in my story. Uh, it'll be there for 24 hours, and I'm not sure, but I think that 24 hours will be in. And before too long, uh, well, maybe not. I may not have put that on there yesterday afternoon so it may still be there a little while but we really hope that you'll you'll listen to the podcast and become a regular listener and that you'll let us know uh that you listen well how'd i do that i'm glad that you asked that uh dspreacherman at gmail.com all lowercase dspreacherman at gmail.com all lowercase you can uh send us an email say hey i listened or uh, no i i've decided not to listen then my question would be how do you know we're on and it's like well i heard okay <laughs> so we hope that you listen uh, if you don't want to do the email, I hope that you do the email. We'd love to hear from our folks. But you can send us a message on the Facebook, as my friend says, and so you can do that. But anyway, let me get back to the story, because uh, we don't want to be here all day long, and uh, we're just going to simply talk about some things we learned. Well, yesterday I drove up at a friend's house. I'd been there in a little while, and he his house backs up to a big, big, beautiful lake. No, I don't get to fish it. <laughs> it's one of those private lakes. Okay. And, you know, even though I put them back, by the way, if you have one of those private lakes, I can come catch fish, tell you they're still in there and put them back. I don't mind that. Uh, if they've got bass, I'll do that. But anyway, <laughs> I'll track there. Sorry about that. So anyway, when I drove up, the backyard was filled with these beautiful birds, a beautiful animal. I, you know, I guess they're birds. I don't know what. When I finish the story, you'll understand. Well, I just took a quick glance and they, they had these beautiful colors like ducks often have. And I just, oh, it's a bunch of ducks. And man, I was just, I'd never seen that many ducks uh, in a yard before. I mean, I don't know. It may not have been 100, but that was a lot. And so I go in. I said, man, where did all the ducks come from? He looked at me and says, they were ducks and were geese. I said, oh, okay. That's right. But they were beautiful. I said, I told him, you know, then you try to explain. So, well, my granddaddy had geese when I was a child, but they were always white. They were just, you know, one color. And they never had those multicolored uh, uh, birds, animal, whatever you want to call them. I like those. Those are some beautiful birds. He said, yeah. He said, we got we got tons of geese and we have a few ducks as well. He said, man, there's a lot of difference uh, between ducks and geese. I said, really? Uh, so he began 
I kind of <coughs> encouraged by me, I guess I should say, to tell me the difference that he has noticed between ducks and geese. And, and, and so I'm just going to kind of share some of the things he shared, and I'm going to put a <coughs> spiritual spin on it. And um, and I'm just going to do that to try to hopefully connect with you and hopefully uh, make some uh, points with you and get you to think about some things. Remember, this is DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word podcast, and our goal is to give you something, not to sell you something. And we want to give you something to think about every time we meet. And today, I hope I give you something to think about. And I hope we get done. Uh, you'll be able to take this and think of that higher plane. <clears throat> First, my friend tell, tell me, it doesn't matter how long the geese are around. It doesn't matter how often, you know, and, and what goes on and what happens around the house and everything. They are always skittish. He says, I can go out, I can clap my hands, and they'll take off. He says, I can go out, I can, I can walk toward them, they'll take off. They never, ever, 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 ever begin to trust. They just continually take off. Now, if you've had geese and they got tamer than that, okay, maybe maybe something happened. I, I thought about that as he spoke to me, and I thought about the geese that would uh, be in the cotton field of my granddaddy's, you know, getting grass. That's why they were in there. And I said, well, you know what? Generally, unless they were attacking, <laughs> which they would do sometimes, uh, they did kind of make sure they stayed away from you no matter how often you were there. And, and I never saw my granddaddy uh, be able to uh, uh, pet one. So I guess that's true. I'll take him at his, at, at his point, at his lesson, and I would just add that caveat. Perhaps you can get, you know, geese tame if you want to, but geese have not tamed. And I thought about... Well, I thought about, okay, he li- they live at the house there. Obviously, they're using, you know, they're, 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 they're being blessed by having a place to stay and all those things. And I thought, gosh, how is that not similar to us when it comes to, and, and my friend is definitely not God, <laughs> but for this illustration of Jesus used parables, and he would use something that they would understand, some common thing they would understand the world to, to teach a greater lesson. And so this is what I've tried to do here. And, and so my friend who provides the house, provides all this stuff, the geese still don't trust and still, you know, run off and still, oh, just, you know, for lack of a better term, just never stay put. And I thought, how many Christians does that describe? How many people come to God's house or come to Christ or and however you want to say it in your, in your understanding of things, they give their hearts to Jesus, but at the end still don't trust him. And then, you know, every time he, he comes out and he speaks to them or says something, they kind of run off or kind of scatter, kind of hide. But there's a lot of those. And, and, and that makes a geese. Now, ducks, my friend said, and, and they have ducks, too. <laughs> I didn't see them yesterday. Uh, but he said, now, ducks, he said, I can get them to come. He said, the ducks are here. I can get them to come. They'll come up to me. They'll, you know, they'll eat out of my hand, whatever. He, he told several things. He said, they'll trust. And I, I found that fascinating. I've never heard that about ducks before because... While I have seen, uh, I don't know, the word for geese or, you know, in the cotton field, I've seen them. I've never seen ducks do that. And he said, yeah, they'll, you know, they'll come right up, get out of my hand, they'll hang around, they don't run off and I come out and all that stuff. And I thought, oh, man, spiritually, think about the difference between the Christians who stay close to God. Uh, the Christians who stay close to the Lord. I mean, what a difference. There's so many of us. Oh, I'm not saying we're not saved. It's just there's something within us, though. God puts us in a place. God leads us in a direction. And fear just, you know, 
just continually moves this way. Fear keeps us from doing what, what we ought to do or uh, from going where we ought to go and, and thinking what we ought to think or, or, or all those things. And yet here are these ducks, they're wild as well, never been, never been tamed, never been trained. But here are these ducks who learn, who are, and I don't know that it's a, I don't think it's a matter of intelligence. I'm not going to say that it is. But they learn that the hand that feeds them is a hand they should trust. And so they do. Well, think about all the things that God has done in your life and all the, God, all the things God is doing in your life. I, you know, list, list the blessings that God has given to you. I always think about the old hymn, uh, uh, you know, count your blessings, name them one by one. And in my experience, we've had music directors or worship pastors, whatever you want to call them. The titles have changed. The work is the same. Uh, <laughs> that's not an insult. <laughs> but the truth is, excuse me on the cough, uh, leading worship in, has always been the same. And, and sometimes people just find different ways to get people involved. And one of the ways music directors in the past would get people involved that I'm aware of, that I've, that I've lived through, <laughs> that makes it sound like it was hard to do, but it's, it wasn't. That's not the point. They would go to that when they sing that old hymn, you know, count too many blessings, and then one by one, and then they'd have somebody count a blessing. And then I'm never, I, 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 almost invariably, there'd be finally one person would name salvation, and, uh, and finally some person would name another one. And then you'd have to go on, typically, and, and typically in my experience, it was males that did this. Because he really, well, to be honest, and I never really went back and talked to one of them, but they never really got the response they should have gotten and need to get. When somebody challenges us to, to name a blessing that God has given us, man, we, you know, we ought to be, well, we ought to be able to spew them out really quick, really good. But unfortunately, sometimes we don't. We're a little bit like geese. We run off from that opportunity when we're more like ducks. We're to quack away at it, okay? We ought to say, listen, this is what God has done for me. God has saved me. God has strengthened me. God has blessed me. God has directed me. God has guided me. God has protected me. And yes, you get the idea that we could go on and on and on. But the next time you sit in a service and you hear a guy or a lady in this case, some cases say, name something God has done for you. Name a blessing God has given. Take a moment and just realize how few people, you know, it may be a crowded auditorium or a crowded gym or whatever it's at. Think about how few people are ready to respond and then check yourself. Did you respond? And you responded? Well, if you haven't responded, maybe you're more like the geese and you need to become more like the ducks and respond and say, hey, this is what I'm going to tell you. Just quack away at what God has done for you. I know some of you are missing these simple illustrations. You say, my gosh, Brother Danny, <laughs> yeah, are you wasting our time with this? I hope not. I hope not. I'm hoping I'm making my point. I'm trying to make a point about growth today. I'm trying to make a point about faithfulness today. I'm not hiding it, but I'm just trying to illustrate it as it was illustrated to me yesterday. Another thing this man told me about geese, he says, you know, they'll go away for a while and he named the time. He said, but then they'll come back. But still, when they come back, they haven't changed. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I think about how many people, you know, they come to church, they... They pray a prayer. They they say they're giving their life to Christ. And listen to me. I'm not I'm not questioning them. I don't know. You know, a judgment's not up to me. <laughs> I'll tell you that coming to Jesus changes your life, and and there's going to be real life change when you come. But I'll also tell you, uh, there are times when people who come to Christ, well, they kind of fall away for a while, or fall back for a while, or fall down for a while, or or whatever the case is. I don't think a 
I don't think it's necessarily doing the same thing, same way. I'm not really here today to get a discussion of the type of sins that Christians get into. For one thing, I don't want you to talk about my sins, and I don't necessarily believe you want me to talk about yours this morning, so we just make a point. And the point is, is that they go away, but they come back. When they come back, there's still no change. When they come back, they're still skittish. They're still, you know, uneasy, and they still, when approached, run away. I'm going to tell you. When we come back to the Father, if we if we fallen, if we faltered, if we if we slipped, then let's come back. And, and let's not be skittish any longer. And let's not look for a place to run any longer. Let's stand. Let's let's be like Joshua. Let's draw a line in the sand and hey, this is me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord or or whatever it's going to be. However you want to look at it, this is where we stand. You know, the old hymn says, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. Let's make sure we stand there. Let's make sure we do this. Oh, Brother Danny, oh, man, this is so simple today. Why are you wasting that time? Well, I'm hoping I'm not wasting your time. The truth is, sometimes you don't need a, sometimes you don't need a seminary lecture. Sometimes you don't need a Bible college discussion. Sometimes what you need is a very down-the-earth reminder that we should not run away from God. We should not move away from the Lord. And even and even if we've been away for a while, and even if we have you know spent our time back out in the world for whatever reason, when we come back, when God begins to approach us, and God begins to tell us, and God begins to deal with us, things and issues and whatever it is, well, we shouldn't scatter like geese. We should come up like those ducks he talks about and hang on the word and the direction that God gives to us. Yes, my friend taught me a lot yesterday about ducks and geese. He talked about them uh, for a good while. But I'll tell you, as he talked about them, I could tell something. And, and I'm going to tell you this, and we're going to close. It's going to be the final lesson. I know they're not numbered today uh, because really just I'm just telling you from my memory what God did yesterday and, and showed me. When, we, when you think about it, what my friend was telling me, Oh, I've got all kinds of geese, and they are beautiful. I, these geese were beautiful. That's why I thought they were ducks. Ducks are beautiful. Birds are fowl or whatever you want to say. And I'm, hey, I'm not a bird expert or <laughs> fowl expert, so all you duck hunters out there, don't text me and say, no, I, I, I'm just telling you what I saw, okay? Give me a break. I'm not trying to come across as somebody who knows it all. I'm trying to cross somebody who learned a lesson yesterday. I'm trying to share with you. But... <clears throat> The final thing I learned from my friend yesterday that I'm sharing with you today is that it's much easier for my friend to deal with the ducks because they would come and they would gather and he could, you know, feed them or, 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 or move them in another direction or whatever. But the geese weren't that way and aren't that way because they'll fly off, run off, you know, whatever. He said the next thing, you, you know, you come out and you clap your hands or you say something. They're out in the middle of the lake. But when you're not there, and you turn around and look out the window, there they are again. Well, the story of the prodigal son, Luke chapter 15, go back and read it, if you will. The son confesses when he came to his senses that he will go back to the father. And he went back all the way to the father. Some of us, and we're going to close it a minute, don't get anxious. Some of us are more like those geese. We get close, <coughs> get near the door. Maybe approach the patio or the or the sidewalk. But when God begins to speak, or God begins to deal with us, we scatter again. Let's be like the ducks. We come near, we come close. 
who can learn from the one and who can who can pay attention to the one who's speaking. Oh, I know the illustration breaks down somewhat because people hunt ducks. I think in some places they hunt wild geese. I'm not sure that these geese qualify. But I'm not trying to go to that point of the illustration. I'm just trying to learn a simple lesson, or lessons really, from ducks and geese around a lake and a man who has interacted with them and has learned the difference of those who will come communicate with, relate to, however you want to put it, however you want to um, say it, and those who won't. And it's much better in this case to be like the ducks, to come close to the Father. Now let's stop the illustration, and let's go talk about reality for just a moment. It's much better to be like the duck who goes close, and let's say it this way, goes close to the Father, listens to the Father, and yes, walk close to nearby the father well ducks and geese which are you how do you do how do you respond how would people say now listen a friend of mine years ago he found and gave to me a a piece of paper that had a similar thought teaching ducks and geese uh ducks versus geese or something i I lost that paper uh in the move I, i hate that but this isn't that, and this didn't come for that. And so if you have that or you see that, don't, don't say, hey, uh, I have a feeling a lot of what we said here wasn't touched on that. It may have been even different than what that says. But I'll tell you yesterday, my friend told me the difference between the ducks and geese who want to hang around his house, but not all of them want to come into his presence. My prayer is that you'll do more than hang around the house, but you'll come to the presence of God. God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you. I hope you have a great day. This has been Friday's Issues or Friday's Lessons, Life Lessons that we've learned. And yesterday was a great learning experience for me. It gave me, even though it embarrassed me and humbled me at the beginning, that <laughs> called geese ducks. Uh, you say, you've told us that. Why you admit that again? Because I don't want anybody to think I'm trying to hide something. <laughs> I made a mistake. But my mistake learned it turned into a great learning experience. You know? God just might do that for you, too, if you do like the ducks and enter his presence. (laughs) God bless you. We love you. Praying for you. Listen, hang in there. Hang on. God's at work. God's going to do great things. And no, I'm not telling you fixing to get rich. What I'm telling you, you can experience the peace, the power, and the presence of God. Hey, we'll see you soon. God bless you. Love you. Praying for you.